Hello and welcome. This is On The Left Side, a different type of football podcast. No ex-players with their boring opinions or heat maps on the show here. This is the lighter side of football. Let's do it. After 125 years of being known as the Football League, the powers that be have decided it's time for England's league competition to get a fresh new look and have decided on a radical rebrand. The football bigwigs sat down with the biggest brand in minds in the UK and came up with a completely fresh approach. They had a blank sheet of paper. Anything was possible. And almost overnight, the Football League became... The English Football League or EFL for short. Brilliant. It's really great that you added English to that one, lads, because until now, I thought those games were being played in South Africa. Not only have they managed in one strike of a pen to really piss off any Welsh teams involved in the competition, but they've also managed to make the competition sound like a load of lads from the English Defence League who meet up on a Thursday night for a game of five a side. It's hard to believe that no one in Football HQ spotted the problem with EFL being so close to EDL. On one hand, we really want to kick the racism out of football, but on the other hand, we also want to be able to find their website with a misplaced keystroke on a Google search. It's a bit of a hideous mess, and it doesn't stop there either. There's also a new logo into the bargain. It's a kind of blue swirling blob that represents all the teams involved in the league, and if I saw it on a box, it would say to me, this product is going to get my shirts whiter than white. So maybe there is some kind of connection to the EDL after all. Either way, the big question on everyone's lips is will the EFL be bio or non-bio? Chelsea fans will be getting a little bit nervous this week, all because of the news that David Moyes got the boot by Real Sociedad on Monday. He doesn't look like the kind of guy who enjoys the sun anyway, does he? Now, I feel a bit sorry for Moyes. Sure, results weren't up to scratch, but like any Brit who goes abroad, he put the effort in and had a good go at learning the language. I know about the B team. They have been training with me. Uh, Dodge stress quattro times. But I've not seen them play. Yeah, that's right, Dave. You only really need the numbers, and the rest is just smiling and nodding. Sorted. You know, maybe it's an Everton thing because clearly his replacement at the Blues, Roberto Martinez, is having a go at the local lingo too. Check out the Everton manager saying the phrase centre-half. That's fair enough, but this is big centre-half, six plus. Oh, that's beautiful. Let's have it again, Robbie. Big centre-half. It sounds like he was born in Croxteth, not Catalonia. Anyway, I'm getting a bit off topic. A Premier League return is certainly on the cards for Moyes, and with Newcastle and Swansea both favourites, don't go ruling out a big job just yet. It's a weird quirk of football that, for some reason, abject failure is the ideal way to put yourself in prime position for a great gig. Did you get your team relegated? Here, here's a £50 million war chest and a job at a top four club. We all know Jose is having a bit of a mare at Chelsea and now the rumours have started that he's going to go back to one of the biggest jobs at Real Madrid. Brendan Rodgers was roundly ridiculed for his lack of success at Liverpool and now, if you believe the rumours, he's going to be replacing Jose at Stamford Bridge. It is crazy. It's like offering Jeremy Corbyn's stylist his own Gokwan-esque TV show. I just don't get it. But then, this is a world in which Arsene Wenger has just completed his first ever job as a fashion model. So maybe nothing makes sense anymore. 
It's been a pretty big week for Arsenal these last seven days. They started off by snatching a maybe undeserved point in the London derby last weekend, which caused many a Tottenham fan to claim the tide in North London was slowly turning. Well, before you get too excited, here is an amazing stat. Arsenal are the only team that Spurs have never finished above in the Premier League. Isn't that incredible? And much of that credit has to be laid at the door of Arsene Wenger, who gave a very candid interview in the French media this week. He was trying to be modest, but for some reason, when you translate it from French to English, modest is the last thing it sounds. Now, to give this quote its full gravitas, I feel I need a little bit of echo in my voice like this and maybe some suitable music like this it is said that god created man i am only a guide i didn't create anything i am a facilitator of what is beautiful in man my never-ending struggle in this business is to release what is beautiful in mankind Arsenal fans may be a bit shocked that Arsene Wenger seems to be denying that he is the almighty god, but it does sound like he could be the big man's best mate to me. So, in other words, he's not the carpenter who makes the beautiful table, he's the one who adds the polish afterwards. Very modest. And speaking of buffing, I imagine that Oliver Giroud and Messi Ozil are having a bit of lads banter at the training ground this week. It was revealed by an adult website that the two gunners came up in the top 10 of footballers searched for on their grotty old database. And no, it wasn't just people mistyping Arsenal. Surprisingly, Stefan Kuntz and Rob Fanny didn't make the list, but before the lads get too carried away, it is worth noting that in amongst the usual Ronaldos and Beckhams was Diego Costa and Wayne Rooney. Let's just think about that for a moment. There are more than a handful of people who, when they want to get their rocks off, search online for Wayne Rooney. In fact, let's not take a moment to think about that. Let's just move on. That's almost it for this week, but let me just blow your mind for a moment. Sweden played Denmark this week in the European Championships playoffs, and when Sweden played Denmark, the initials for the teams at the top of the screen, SWE and DEN, spells Sweden, which is pretty amazing in itself. But then take the leftover letters... D-E-N-M-A-R-K. Denmark. Whoa, right? And on that note, I'm off to crack the difficult Far Eastern market with a dodgy advert in the hope that fans over here will never see it. So don't forget to follow us on social media at On The Left Side and on Facebook, On The Left Side Pod. And I'll see you next week, because that's full time. On The Left Side is a Paint Your Headphones production, written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. Dos, tres, cuatro, tres, dos...